At the National Biodiesel Conference, which is taking place in San Diego, I had an opportunity to meet and talk with Daryl Hanna, who is a very big supporter of what the National Biodiesel Board is doing, and uh, she is attending the conference here. Daryl, I'd like to first ask you why uh, you are involved and why you are here at this conference. Well, I am a user of biodiesel. I've been using it in my cars for several years and in my tractor and in my backup generator at my house. And I just think it's incredible, renewable, sustainable fuel source um, if it is, of course, grown and produced in the right way. But I think that considering the crisis that we're in right now with our fossil fuel supply, with uh, having to get oil from foreign sources and have, have wars over it. Biodiesel is one of the greatest common sense ways that we have available to us now to use as a fuel source. We certainly are glad to have you here, and I know the conference is a lot bigger than it. It has grown tremendously. So uh, It's amazing. I mean, really, my friend Charis Ford, who's sitting right here with us, and I were at one of the first conferences, or if not... All three. There's been three, and we've been at every one of them. As a matter of fact, you were the first celebrity for biodiesel at the first conference. Yeah, and that, and I have to say, the conference, as well as people's awareness of biodiesel, has grown exponentially. It is amazing to see how many people now are actually aware of biodiesel, interested in using it or using it. And I, I'm just hoping that we can get our act together to keep up with the demand. I know you would encourage people to learn more, to get involved and see how this might fit into whether it's their personal or professional occupation or career. Yeah, and I would love to see it, it, that happen. I would also love to see biodiesel get into our nation's school buses because the leading cause of absenteeism in schools is asthma, and the CO2 levels inside of school buses are way worse than what comes out of the tailpipe even. And so, you know, to get our kids, the kids in our country not having to breathe those toxic fumes would be a phenomenal step in the right direction. I know that the uh, Biodiesel Board has hired a company to help even run this conference in a, I guess, green manner is the best way I can put it, and encourage people to recycle and look at ways to make better use of our resources. Biodiesel is certainly a, a commodity that will help accomplish that. Yeah, and that's uh, one of the things we have to be aware of. It's a very exciting time right now because biodiesel is growing so fast and the awareness is growing so fast. So we have to be really thoughtful of the way that we progress with this growth. Like we have to really try to think about sustainable ways to produce as much biodiesel as the demand is for, renewable ways, because like, there is a way of industrial industrial farming, um, factory farming that is going, that is possible to, you know, do this, make the same mistakes, you know? It's kind of like uh, you don't want to replace one bad idea with another. I mean, farming clearly is better than having wars in Iraq and and drilling in national wildlife areas. But nonetheless, uh, farming can be done in in relatively benign and relatively uh, detrimental ways. And we have topsoil that we want to conserve just like we have oil that we want to conserve. So it's about 
you know. Being wise. Yeah, being wise. Being wise. And it's a great thing that the that uh, they are greening this conference. The dishes, the forks are the forks are made out of cornstarch and the dishes are made out of compostable materials. They are you know separating the, the trash like you said and trying to make sure that it, it as much as possible they they have greened this this conference and that's another step in the right direction and we want to make sure that the fuel production and distribution goes in the same direction. What other ways are you involved here at the conference? Well, I'm going to be presenting some of the awards to um, some of the farmers and uh, producers and people who have been inspirational, such as Willie Nelson. I'm just here to kind of listen and learn as well. What message would you send to the people who will be able to listen to our interview here today about biodiesel and just the whole issue of how this can be involved in an effective use of our natural resources? There's a, a couple of things, actually. I think it would be really beneficial to people who are getting just getting interested in learning about biodiesel to really educate themselves about it because sometimes, you know, I've sometimes encouraged people to, you know, smell my exhaust because I drive on B100, but there are lots of different blends of biodiesel. So someone can say, I'm running on biodiesel, but only have 5% biodiesel and the 95% diesel, which is very toxic and very dangerous. And so you don't want to go huffing, you know, diesel. And it's it's a great thing to do to blend it because at least it's helping a little bit. But, you know, the the higher the, the blend, the better it is for everybody ultimately. And then there's another issue, which is straight vegetable oil, which is not biodiesel, but, you know, cars can run on that. And so there's a lot of confusion for people who are just learning about it. So I would say educate yourself on, on all the different aspects of biodiesel. It's pretty simple once you actually look into it, but it is something worth noting. And if you have a diesel car, you can run it in your car without any modifications, unless it's an older car, because generally older cars tended their hoses tend to deteriorate faster, so you have to change two synthetic hoses. Anything else you'd like to add, Charles? Yeah, um, I was just I heard what you said about the, the the blends, and I think that's an important issue. They're all important issues, you know, cold weather and all that sort of thing. So there are it's a, it's a really good idea to get a, a good basic grasp of the of the facets they're not that many they're not that complicated but you know it's not necessarily that b100 is better than b20 in a sense because uh it's just better for you if you happen to be at the, at the tailpipe or if you're if you're putting on your your kids on, on a school bus and they're breathing the exhaust the higher blend of biodiesel is going to be the least toxic and the, and the most biodegradable uh that being said if every diesel vehicle in the world could run on vegetable and not petroleum diesel that would be a real boom but that's a lot of we've got a lot of work to do to get our production up and our efficiency so well honed that we don't need to use so much fuel because to grow all that fuel would take a quite a doing quite a task to be accomplished conservation, conservation is, key. is every bit as important if not the most important thing when you're talking about energy whether it be fuel or home heat or you know what have you it's conservation that's going to make this a stretch this dollar if you know what i mean ride a bike use public transportation carpool move closer walk. to work yeah exactly yeah well, thank you very much to both of you, uh, Daryl Hanna and Charles Ford. From the National Biodiesel Conference, I'm Chuck Zimmerman reporting.